Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez. Kill, Jimmy, PJ, be Austin, a hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hours show and keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level. Full with the topic, sort of like the rubber when it's game time, they like the fat five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates sweep their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The four for 26, so the war in Kuwait is the war room. With five nights at the round table, five silly guys, the first of five and educated. What's goody, War Room family? You're once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the bull, Dev McMillan. I'm at the round table with my brother, Jimmy the Blueprint, back in the building. Be Austin to join us in just a minute. Look, man, we're in week three of the sports shutdown due to the novel coronavirus, COVID-19. So since there, you know, there's not really any games to move the needle, in honor of Tom Brady leaving New England, we're going to discuss legends that made us feel the weirdest, seeing them in a new uniform. So keep it locked right here. Uh, We definitely (laughs) won't be going the whole two hours tonight or for the foreseeable future. I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all can understand why. Um, But if you want to get in on the conversation, you can sign in right now to the Bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or you could join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline at numbers 323-410-0012. Before we get started, make sure that during the week when we're not live on the air that you guys remember to check out archive episodes of our show. Um, you can do that at warroomsports.com, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, Blog Talk, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whole host of places where you can look and, and, and find our show. Um, this is a, the, a better time than ever. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are at home uh, working. So if you need something in the background, just make sure you check us out and all the other shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. Uh, Jim, what up, man? What's going on, B. Austin? What's Yo, the what's up, Aki? Yo, Yo what's life up, is trash Aki? right now, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life is trash right now. 2020 is getting on my nerves, man. Yeah, I just want to start, like, you know, 2020 is trash. I'm actually sitting here reading how the U.S. now leads the world in confirmed Rona cases. (laughs) I'm sitting there like, yo. And that's still coming from a country whose testing system is still not all the way up to par. So you can imagine when people, you know, when, when tests are pretty much available to everybody, what those numbers are going to skyrocket to, man. This is scary. not want to stay in the house, man. Corny. Yeah, people don't want to be compliant. Everybody want to still have parties and go to the beach and, and all of this kind of stuff. It can't, you know, it's, it's going to get worse if, if people don't take it seriously, man. It's getting crazy in these streets. Uh, B. Austin in the building. Yes. What up, B? Yeah, what's, what's good, Aki? 
I'm out here. People out there partying. Yeah, I'm out here non-compliant. I'm non-compliant. My son is at an exclusive soccer training event with uh, some Atlanta United players, getting his getting his getting his train on. Yeah, I'm non-compliant. I apologize. I apologize. (laughs) Yo, you you part of the problem, man. Yeah, I am. Not the solution. Not the solution. Definitely. But my but but, but the president said the borders is the president said the borders is opening up April tenth, so I figure it'll be gone by then. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Doctor Trump, you, tell me, you know exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> you mean you mean to tell me that you listen to that uh, funky dog head bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he is definitely that. Um. Yeah, man. So it's been crazy. Have Have you guys? You know, I mean, because I know it's a lot out there that we can do uh, as far as entertainment is concerned. You know, Netflix is on fire right now. Um, but have you guys gone through any sports withdrawal yet? Um, no. <laughs> Yo, this is a little bit for hoops. A little bit of hoops. Like I ain't gonna lie. Like, cause the there's just not knowing how things are gonna play out. So just a little bit of hoops withdrawal. But for the most part. Like I caught up on um I finished you know a lot of series that I was behind on, you know what I'm saying getting caught up. I'm yo the hub premium like, the hub yo the hub premium is free so no. You know what I'm saying like so, no it's crazy it's crazy how that works right like Netflix is definitely on fire right now man I'm I'm sitting here watching the Tiger King documentary series and yeah like watching with, with my mouth open like what the hell is going on pause that. <laughs> But um, yeah. So no, I'm I not really, but just a little bit. I go front. I miss a little bit of hoops. I can care less about baseball starting. Um, I don't even necessarily care about all the football moves, but I do miss a little hoops, man. Like hoops is necessary, man. That that's bothering me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie about it. Yeah, I mean today in particular would have been a crazy day for for like four for four Philly fans because I think every team was scheduled. To play today, it's supposed to be opening day for the Philly. Well, not every team. The Eagles can't play today, um, but, but uh, it was opening day for the Phillies. Sixers had a scheduled game. Flyers had a scheduled game. Um, yeah, so it would have been a pretty nice day for a lot of cities um, who have multiple sports teams. But hey, what can you do? It's a lot, lot going on, and and I don't know. There's already a problem on. On blog talk, can y'all hear me? Here we go. Yo, I can hear, I can hear you, but see, there's a problem. Yeah, you loud. Yo, you yeah, loud and you know, clear, bro. All right, I'm just you making sure because I'm, I'm already getting some issues. Live and direct. <laughs> already getting some well, issues live. on the switchboard, man. But you know, and it is what it is. All right, well, look, man. Yo, before as, the, of, before as the, of right now. Go ahead, go uh, ahead. Sorry, brother. No, go ahead, B. Go I was ahead. just saying, I was just saying, blog talk has not snatched your honor. Yet, so uh, not yet. Well, before our honor does get snatched, man, let's get into some things. Like I said, because we're not going to be here for the full two anyway. So let's see if we can get it done before they snatch our honor. So hot topics as usual is brought to you by my bookie, War Room Family. It's like I told you last week, man. When sports return, you can make tons of bread sports betting at my bookie. If you still haven't checked out my bookie, I think it's time to get your account up and running now so that you're ready when the games start back up because, you know, President Tannen said we open for business in April. So you never know what's going to come down the pike. They might just throw April people 10th, back out on April the field. 10th. 
To be exact. So y'all can lay down some cash on the biggest games in sports when they return. You can join us and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. If you guys are tired of getting excuses, getting the runaround when it's time to collect on your bets, then stop betting on the streets. We urge you to join my bookie. You win, they pay fast, no hassles. You're basically wasting your time sports betting anywhere else. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wages after the games begin. So join now. My bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. You'll have that account nice and set up for when the games start back up. Just use the promo code WARROOM to activate this offer. That's all caps, W-A-R-R-O-O-M. Visit mybookie.ag today, play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. All right, so you know we we got to talk a little bit about this. I'm 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 actually like virused out at this point. Um, I start to get anxious every time we talk about it because, like like Jimmy mentioned earlier, like so many people are non-compliant. We're never going to quote unquote flatten this curve because you know we just can't get all of our citizens to take it seriously. I want to go back outside one day. My bad, so, y'all. Um, My bad. <laughs> no doubt, but um. Did y'all hear uh, both of Carl Anthony Towns' parents have tested positive for corona, coronavirus? He announced last Tuesday in like a sad, sad, was it an Instagram post? It was, he went live or something and he yeah, was talking about his mom. Yeah, it was, a, it was an mom. IG video. Right, and, and he was talking about how his mom is in a medically induced coma because of, you know, how she was suffering from her symptoms of the coronavirus. Now, um, a few days later, they've confirmed that his father, you know, wasn't feeling well. He got a test. I guess, you know, his son averaged 25 a game, so he was able to get a test. Um, <laughs> and he was confirmed positive with coronavirus as well. So both of his parents are. So shout out to him, man. God bless you. Um, he's given $100,000, I believe, to the Mayo Clinic for testing purposes. So you know, I hope his that money actually goes Yeah, I don't know. I I think it might have been before that, or maybe after his mom um, fell ill, and you know, his dad. This is just extra. yo, rest yo, get well soon, Mama Cat. Even though you raised a dude as some cat, I appreciate the fact that you're a black woman that raised a good son, man. May you, I heard may that you, Freudian uh, slip, may newbie. You he was about to tell the lady to rest well. Like, you just gave up on her. Yo. He was about to tell her to rest well. Damn. Yo, what's crazy to me is, like, yo, watching that video, like, was crazy just because, um, yo, no, yo, because funny thing is, even Joel came to his knee. Like, yo, that joke was like a, a sad video. Like, the way he said it up. I know. Was like and a, they had a, a cat camera fight the black earlier this year. No like, pun intended. Yeah, and it's like, yo, I just felt bad for the All pun guys. intended. One of the things he was talking about was, like, how real the situation is. Like, and he has resources, but it don't even matter. Like, right. one of the things he said was, like, it, it, it doesn't discriminate, and it don't matter that the fact that he has bread. He has the ability to get him tested, but it doesn't right. matter. Because um, he said that she started to heal, get better. Um, they thought they said he said her fever was like 103, then it dropped down to 101, and they thought she was like you know about to come out of it, and then she just went sideways and went into a coma. So, right, right. you know, it was just sad when the boy was like you know just because he has the resources like it doesn't mean a thing. 
And, and this is what I keep saying, Jim. This is what I keep saying every day, and then you know every week on this show since this has started. I think there's too many people out here resting on their laurels because of information we got a weekend to this, you yeah, know, this whole will, pan- will, this whole will. pandemic. Stuff changes. Like yeah, two weeks that, ago, morons were saying black people couldn't get it. You know, three oh, weeks ago, true. people were saying young people couldn't get it. Yo, yeah, the last week that, it showed that everybody point, that none of that is true. None of that, yeah. <laughs> to that point, it it seems like it affects people differently. Um, you know, obviously there are those that have similar symptoms or the same sim- symptoms, but in a group, let's say no in a symptoms. group of, you know, 500,000 people, you know, you're going to have at least five different types of effects. Like no one group Yo, of people that, are going to suffer the same. Did he just make up some uh, facts? Like, where do you yeah, get that from? Yeah, that was Paul. That was Paul. Alternative facts, baby. Alternative facts. Yo, he's but, 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 up he just made up, he just made up data. Yo, like, yo, wait, hold, 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 hold. But, but, but wait, wait, though. There have that's been people that have it. everybody paranoid now. <laughs> there are people that have it. There are people that have it that don't have any symptoms. No, no, no I, I, people I, I, that have it. people. So and then there's people. There's people. The level of symptoms. Differ in a lot there's, of people. Definitely. Yeah, there's people that get it and they die like a day after. Like, listen, like man. there's been people that have got it and died in twenty listen, in like forty eight hours. I just like, want to say, crazy. I want to say for one. Well, that's because they just died. found out that they got it. Like you said, the incubation period is like fourteen to twenty one days, so they probably and, had and it that, for and that's what two makes three it weeks. Scary. That's what makes it scary. Right. Like right. any of us could have it now, feel completely fine. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I keep telling y'all, y'all know I'm paranoid. Like, I got back from Chicago, what, March 6th? Yeah, I haven't kissed my wife since I left Yo. Chicago on March 1st. I ain't oh, playing no games. I ain't even playing. I ain't say that. I said I ain't kissed my wife. <laughs> all I'm saying is, I ain't seen the sun in like two days. I don't even know what it looked like out there. But, um, dang <laughs> <laughs> Give me on this no. vampire. No, listen. Though, Yo, here, here's the life thing, is trash like, right now, man. Not, like, that, not that I ever took it. Not that I ever took it. Like I'm paranoid anyway. But yeah. um, I literally talked to someone Monday and Tuesday morning. They were gone from the um, from Corona. Like so, I know someone personally. Right. That, no, that has, definitely. Has, sorry, condolences. Sorry to hear that, man. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, told me that. Crazy. Yo, wait, wait. wait. Like, oh, you talked to him Monday. And they were deceased on Tuesday. He on. He, yes. and, and not 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 just that day. He talked to him late night. Like, yeah, he sent me. You know, I still got the text message. It was eleven o'clock on Monday night. He was talking like via text, and I had yeah. talked to him like we was going back into via text. And then Tuesday, I got the word and talked to his mom's like, yo, like he had the corona and um, he's he's gone. But the, the and the crazy part about it is not that I was ever taking it like you know lightly, but. It starts to hit, when it starts to hit like that. You look at everything different. That's why I got shook. I started texting y'all like, "Yo, make sure y'all take this take this ish serious." Because yeah. like, it's, it's no. Real. I mean, because you know how every day in the chat, you know, we would always kind of check in. Um, shout out to Billy Bage. He would always check in like, "Yo, you know, do y'all know anybody yet who's who's yeah come down with it?" And for a long time, it was like, "No, no, no." Then it started to move in. I started to, yep. you know, have some six degrees of separation. Like, well, I know somebody who knows somebody, and I had like two cases like that. And then Jimmy came, like, "Yo, 
first one. Like I actually know somebody. I actually spoke yeah. to the guy the night before he passed. Like, like you said, it, it hits different once once yeah, you that first like, person. Now you like. <laughs> he like, all right. Yeah. You stop playing. So now you like, hold up. This all is right, real. Playing, man. Yeah, oh. I mean, listen, you outside. You still outside with it. Like you, you want some <laughs> casting over two times. Like you outside, man. I went to I went to bed last night and I thought my chest was feeling a little tight. I'm like, man, I'm gonna wake up with this stuff. And but then I realized everything. Like I'm deep into the news. I always got my phone in my hand. I'm always watching something or reading something about this. Stress. I wake up and I'm thinking that probably wasn't nothing but anxiety. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) that probably was nothing but anxiety. Because I went to bed last night watching this video of this this. I don't know if he's a doctor, but he was a health professional, and he was given a PSA on how you should handle your groceries after you buy them. And, you know, yeah. we've done – we've been drawn as far as deliveries and groceries and all that kind of stuff. But what he did was like – Handle your groceries. Times, I eat them after I get them. Fuck you know, but his, it, what, what, his PSA was like 10 times extra than what we were doing, and I got to a point where like, yo, this is too much. Like I can't do this every time. Like it was, it was getting crazy, and I really went to bed like with a tight chest, thinking like, man, well, I wake up well, with a fever. Well, about that video of this, as I'm much, as, much this as he job. did, as much as he did, he wiped everything down with the same paper towel. I'm right. like, dude, <laughs> and and doing, Jim and dude had like two little gross, three little grocery bags. I'm like, dude, people are coming in with way more than that because everybody panic shopping. Yeah, because they because they stacking up. <laughs> right, so ain't nobody coming in with. Two or three bags. Like if we all did the stuff that he said on that PSA, like you would really, you would literally go crazy trying to make sure your groceries are sanitized. And I'm like, but hold up, though. This is this where we are now? I'm just thinking about something, Austin. Like you said, you said a practice. Like they didn't shut. uh, uh, George is not shut down. Yeah, they are. He doing he doing individual stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just shut down, but. Beyonce got that kind of bread where he can get tested, so you know he can hire oh, okay. slaves to train like, his son. He got like when Pele, he got like Pele at the crib showing a movie. Yeah, but yeah like, you know Beyonce got he got that kind of bread where dudes risk their life to come out and train his son because yeah, they can't say no to that check. <laughs> <laughs> they can't say no to that cash app. <laughs> they lying, y'all. He set me. They set me up for the Mad Max guy. <laughs> Mad Max gonna show up at the crib. Trying to rob me and gonna come out with his ribs shot off. Damn, no one there. We also had Ronaldo come off his private island. (laughs) (laughs) Which one of them dudes got a private island? One of them dudes got a. I think it was Ronaldo. Soccer boys, man. One of them boys had a private island. I think B flew him in. Right by me, Walker walked right by me. I wouldn't know it was him, and he got more bread than than Jesus. (laughs) You wouldn't even know to rob the bull. Anyway, um, yeah, so shout out to uh, Carl Anthony Towns, man. I hope his parents get better. Um, yeah, the get Summer well. Olympic Games was basically the last major sports event standing, and they have been postponed. Uh, Japan um, never had the Olympics been postponed or canceled for something other than war. So it's kind of telling you how crazy this situation is. But um, they're saying they're probably they're most likely going to play them in the summer of 2021, and of course, with all the branding and all of that, they're still going to be called the 2020 Olympic Games. Um, so we'll see uh, if 
Tokyo is is ready or if the world is ready by then. I hope so because I can't live like this for years. It's crazy. Um, uh, what else is going on? Did y'all see that the uh, 2K did an NBA sim- simulation for the rest of the season from where they yeah. left off? Hold up, before I ain't, I ain't gonna tell everybody out there who who won the championship. I'm gonna tell everybody how the season went, and then we can uh, we can briefly discuss. Yo, this this is what we come to, cuz. This is what we've come to, man. Talking about the 2K video game simulations. Um, so the end of the regular season, because you know we were down the stretch uh, when everything was shut down. So they said. Mostly everything held the form, but there were a couple of surprises. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. I can hear you fine. Oh, okay, I'm just saying it because I hear something in the background, like some kind of interference or something. Um, they said most, mostly everything held the form. There were a couple of surprises. When we left off, of course, y'all know the Mavs were seventh in the West and the Sixers were sixth in the East, and the Grizzlies held that eighth seed in the West. Crazy part about this, when I tell everybody what happens, this is kind of how I was looking at things anyway. This is kind of how I thought things would happen. The Mavs, maybe not this. The Mavs went on a late run, led by Luka, and vaulted up to the number four spot in the Western Conference. I'm not going to say I necessarily saw that. Um, Damian Lillard and the Trailblazers took the eighth spot from the Grizzlies. I 100% you know, figured that that would happen in real life. Um, the Sixers climbed up to third in the East. I, I I thought the Sixers would finish anywhere between three and four when it was all said and done. John Morant, of course, they didn't make the playoffs, but he did take home Rookie of the Year honors. Um, that should be true, but the way they treat Zion, you never know. Um, Giannis held on to win his second straight uh, MVP, holding off a late run from LBJ. Then the playoffs started. They said Luka went off. The Mavericks swept the Nuggets in the first round. Luka averaged 34.2 points, 12.3 rebounds, 10.5 assists in his first ever playoff series, but his run ended in the second round against LeBron and the Lakers. Milwaukee, uh, they got past the Magic easily in the first round, but they were shocked in five games by the Celtics in the second round. Uh, Kawhi shut down Harden as the Rockets fell all the way to seventh in the regular season, and they fell into this matchup with the Clippers, um, and they lost to the Clippers in the first round. Um, Chris Paul and the Thunder went from um, – they turned into a buzzsaw in the playoffs. They took down Utah in the seven-game series uh, with Paul averaging 22 points. I'm sorry, he went for 22 points in the deciding game seven. Yo, they really went into detail with this. Um, then they shocked the Clippers in the second round. Um and then they ended up losing to the Lakers in the conference finals. Now, here's where it gets interesting, especially because of where we're from. Uh, the Sixers, who were one of the most inconsistent teams in the regular season but had a late run that vaulted them to the three seed, uh, in the first two rounds, Joe and Ben were dominant as they swept Indiana and swept Toronto for revenge for last year's heartbreaker. Um, then they took down Boston in a seven-game series, uh, Eastern Conference Final Series, to reach the finals. Once they got to the finals, they rolled over the Lakers in six games. So in this 2K simulation, your Philadelphia 76ers ended up 
winning the NBA championship in six games. <laughs> Philly, stand up and celebrate because that's all the celebrating y'all going to do this year. Because <laughs> it ain't going to happen, Captain. It ain't going to happen, Captain. <laughs> does any of that does any of that sound realistic to y'all? Even before the Sixers, no. like the way it went down with Milwaukee and the Clippers no. and all that. No. Absolutely. It's no way. It's no way. It's no way on earth that OKC, and I hate to sound Fred Purdue and to speak like, you know, definitively, but it's no way <laughs> OKC is going to beat the Clippers, dog. Like, they, yo, they ain't got Not enough possible. guns, dog. They ain't got enough guns, <laughs> Not enough hammers they in the, in nice the to a cabinet. Gun yeah, I think that part is um, ludicrous. Um, yo, crazy enough, crazy enough as it seems. Like, I, I don't know. It's like you look at the team, you look at the roster, and you think, okay, this is possible for the, for the Sixers. But they're not sweeping anybody, you know, to, to get where they're going to get. Not at all. First of all, Philly doesn't do that. Like, it's, it's Philly – Philly teams in general, and I'm talking about all four of them, they make things as difficult and as dramatic as they can possibly be. So even if this scenario happened, it was gonna it was gonna be grueling. It was oh, gonna be grueling. Sounds crazy. But yo, is that, and also they didn't yeah. mention any uh, any any JoJo injuries. We know it's gonna get at least one injury in the playoffs. Yeah, not even an injury, an illness. Like he gonna get sick. Okay. <laughs> Food poisoning or something crazy like that. Yeah, something stupid. He be having dumb like sicknesses. Eating snakes. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to Wuhan. All right, so don't yeah, like like Jimmy said, man, this is this is where we have stooped. Uh, we are reporting on 2K simulations. This is life right now. No. 2020. Wuhan got I, I guess 2020 would be like the second worst year in history for me. <laughs> But it's yeah. not even close. But um, yeah, this is a ter- like yeah. I don't know. I, I just don't know like what 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 happens after this. Like Wuhan got you all in check, right? Yeah, man. I mean, dude, like at this point, I mean, we hear different reports every day. Um, is there even going to be an NBA season? Is there going to be an NBA playoffs? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Mark Cuban seems to think that they'll be back on the court by mid-May. And, you know, this is coming from somebody who seems to always be on the right side of what we should, excuse me, what we should be doing. Um, you know, he My took care of his this. arena workers yeah. and, and all of that when all of this went down. But, you know, now he's saying he thinks they should be back on the court by mid-May. I don't really see how. Now, all, all the players that have come out that have been tested positive, like, are they going to be ostracized? Like, is anybody going to want to check Rudy Gobert? Yeah, I mean, because as much as as much as people are being transparent, and as much as everybody understands that anybody and everybody can get this, it's it's going to be human nature to have some some kind of stigma related to it. Like the dudes who actually had this, like Jimmy said, like dudes not going to want to chance it. Like it's always going to be a little bit of fear there if this guy caught it and you didn't. And and another reason that that's going to be is because we don't know anything about this joint. I've heard 
already that there have been repeat cases, and they said, you know, the people who kind of got that's rid of it easily. That's definitely true. That's definitely yeah, the people who got there rid been, of it easily the first people. time. They said the second time is a bear for those for those same people. Uh, some people haven't survived it, and that's and that's yeah. cruel. That's that's just cruel punishment right there. Yeah, that's that's cruel. First, you get picked in the lottery once, and then you get picked in the lottery again. That's just cruel. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, that's, that's, that's definitely the case. And um, oh, go ahead, brother. No, I just, I just want to tell the people out there, stop comparing it to the flu. I still see people like, well, the flu, does, cut it out, man. Every like, day. I don't know Every day. I don't know how much more information you need to see for you to stop saying that nonsense, man. <laughs> right. You're going to keep comparing raw numbers to, a, to, a, to a, a virus that's been around for decades to something that we just don't know what the hell is going on right now. Like, you, the flu killed more people. Okay, well, this joint started like a month ago here. I know, I know. <laughs> like, like I know. are we really gonna keep saying that? That that narrative, I told you, that narrative is comfortable, you know, depending on when you want to use the context and when you don't. Because especially for black people, when white people run around talking about well, more white people get killed by the cops, we be on them with the statistics and rates and and you know the the percentage of black people in America. Like everybody knows statistics. Everybody is an A student in statistics when that kind of stuff happens. And then, you know, you say stuff like this. Yeah, I got to chill with that one. That, that's the one that bothers me the most, man. That's the joint that makes me just, like, get offline. We got a vaccine and treatment for the flu. I'm shook of the flu, too, but I'll take my chances. You give me a choice. Go ahead and throw the flu at me. Absolutely, dog. That's what we got that. Yeah, I mean, we got that Robitussin, that Theraflu. We are, we on that. We got that. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the pharmacy, grab me some Tamiflu, some and rose hips. <laughs> we gonna do what we gotta do. Now, I don't know nothing about this other thing, and obviously, it seems to be changing by the day. So earlier, I mean, people were like, "Man, well, I just, I just don't want to give it to my, to my elders." Man, I don't want it either. <laughs> Yo, B. Austin already gave us what the statistics look like, man. Out of every five hundred thousand people, man, it's like it's going, it's going to affect five, five different groups, five different groups. That's right. Oh, uh, 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 all right. So, uh, what I tell you, y'all, man, Cam Newton has officially been released by the Panthers. Uh, thoughts? Where, where's Cam's future right now? I mean, because the the bottom line was. We knew that the Bummer. Panthers didn't want it. They couldn't find a trade partner. Then they gave him, you know, full autonomy to go out and find a trade partner. He couldn't do that in that little bit of time, and now they've officially released him. Um, what's, what's, what's Cam's future, man? This is a one once MVP of the National Football League. You know, led his team to a Super Bowl appearance in 2015. Uh can he get back to that form? Because he has videos of him working out, saying, you know, all I do is work, and all I know is work, and they gave up on me. So he's saying the right things as if this Cam comeback tour is about to commence. Anybody here believe in him? Uh, that reminds me of the time when I saw Donovan Chunky Soup in the ocean throwing balls out of the out of the ocean. Cam's not that bad, but – you working out by yourself with a really, really tight cat suit on doesn't equate to
to what you're able to do on the field. Why are we talking about this? Dude, you've been throwing high over receiver's head with no touch your entire career. You have had the strongest arm in the world for a long time. You've been injured for quite some time. You, you're, you, it's, it's, I'm not saying it's a wrap, but what I am saying is I don't know that he has the capacity to develop sans the athleticism. I just don't know. What if Cam? What if Cam ends up in New England? All I'm saying is, and that's, that's I believe I'm in Bella All I'm saying is, I thought that the, uh, the the Broncos should have took a fire, but I already understand that uh, John Elway. If your name is not like Connor Paxton, or you know, um, he, he don't got the uh, right connection for the connection. And, and I'll say that about Elway because that's just a fact. Fact though, um, dude is a former MVP. Um, the granted, he has been injured. Still worth someone. I don't even think that Teddy Bridgewater is necessarily a better player than him. Um, but I do think it's probably it was probably time for them to like. No, 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 no. And 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 I'll give him I'll give him that, Jimmy. You're absolutely right. As as bad as I poop on Cam, Cam is better than Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is a placeholder for a backup. But no, I, I understand. Like, but I understand though because. You got it. It's time to part ways on both sides, like because that that team what? is Cam can't be the focus of the offense no more. They got they got a um, they got Hacha. They got the white boy Hacha that back there playing running back. So it's like they need a they need someone that's just want to manage the game. And Bridgewater showed that he could manage a game when Breeze wasn't there. So you know I get it. Um, I just I just think that if uh, things were different for Cam, he would have been picked up already. Let's just put it that way. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's some quarterback needy teams out there. Um, you still have the Chargers, who, by all accounts, last week said they were still going to go with, they were just going to go with Tyrod Taylor. Um, you have New England. Well, you mean to tell me you think Tyrod Taylor is better than Kansas City offense? T Mobile. T Mobile. But I will say this though. I will say this though. Cam doesn't do himself any um any justice either. First of all, you gotta stop writing in um in hieroglyphics on your uh on your IG. Yo, page, what man. is that about? What is that about? He's trying to brand his own font. Like this is the he's trying to be like Disney. He's trying to have his own font. Cam Newton is an investor and owns a company that lets you type in like alternative keyboards and fonts and create your own font. Why so is him that? doing that is him trying to market a product, but uh, I don't that? think that's taking off, Chief. It don't seem to be catching on. Is um, it a lifestyle? Like, life? what, what is he the only yo, one? He's the only one that's yo, doing yo, it. Yo, yo, I know. I believe you're serious, but let me just ask: Are you serious? No, that's a, no, that's, that's a fact. I'm not making that up. That's true. <laughs> he, owns, he owns the Camaglyphics Incorporated. Why are you laughing? I'm being serious. That yo, boy, seriously invested in that. I mean, yeah, he's he not gonna make it. He's not gonna make floating, it to the future. Floating furniture, man. Better than floating furniture. He's not gonna make it. He's not making it to the future. Yo, shout out, Skyview. Skyview. <laughs> shout out to Skyview. Shout out to Skyview. He said, he said, Rudy and Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell about to average sixty apiece from here on out. It's funny though. It's funny, but it's not funny. What's wrong with you? Skyview, you wrong, man. So what? What KD gonna average? KD gonna average a hundred. Because he was already going to get 35. 
hey, be awesome. If you, yo, this, you know how serious this is, man. This, this Corona already almost took out Uncle Face, man. Scarface uh, almost passed away. Scarface tested positive, man. man. It's time for you to wake up. Take this yeah. seriously. If Face, if Face die, I'm done. Real talk. Yeah. If face die. I'm, I'm never done. leaving the crib. I'm, ew. They can't take Face. And Face look like yeah, he got man. some underlying medical conditions. Yeah, um, man. He he from the south, so he eat a lot of <laughs> a lot of greasy foods. Faces look like his mom's playing tricks on the face. Look like he had a hard life. <laughs> you know who can't get it? Yo, yo, that hurt. You know yo, that hurt get it, man. But that don't hurt me. That don't hurt me the way it hurt me to hear Styles P had it. He had the house in Virginia, man. That was hurt. Yo, what? He got the v- he had the VA. No, 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 no. He had the oh. Roni. He had the Roni. Oh, oh. oh. Roni. oh. Yo, Styles got Roni? Tender- yeah, Styles P had Tenderoni. I didn't I know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. That was painful. Because no, if, lo- if the locks ain't here, if the locks ain't here Yo. for a split second, I'm going to ask myself, why am I here? I'll get oh, over man. it really quick. Where do you see that, man? Because Styles only eat vegetables, man. So how you get you? <laughs> <laughs> Be honest, and you about to shut the whole program shut down the for the program. evening, man. Styles P. Yo, you just yo, yo. I was about to say like that from, Trick Daddy can't get it. Boy, already got leather face. Like, yeah. he can't. Like his 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 face already look like a distressed leather jacket. Hey yo, hey, Dad, he got is, some is he issues. Make that story up, cuz. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so, man. I hope Styles P ain't got it. Yo, where you get that from? I'm looking. I'm looking now. Like, I don't know. Oh, but look, man. before we take calls, man, be I definitely want to get your opinion on this, man. Um, Styles P had believes he had the Rony, yo. Reports, to check that out. I do a, report, I do a hug. Reports, hey, reports say that the Eagles were, you know, Harry Rosen was talking to Houston. He was in conversation about DeAndre Hopkins. And it was mm-hmm. actually him that ended up walking away from the deal. So, you know, when, when fans hear that kind of stuff, oh, my God, Howie, what are you doing? Um, he gave his reasons, you know, for it, as as we should know, because when people see somebody walk away from the deal, they're only going to go by the deal that ended up being made. So they're going to be like, if that's all they wanted, why couldn't you make the deal? When, in fact, usually once you get to a point like that, that means a lot of other deals have fallen through because of what you've asked for, and you had to bring your asking price down, and the Cardinals ended up being that lucky team. And that's exactly how how he kind of explained it. He was like, you know, the pieces in the deal that we were working out were a little different from what they ended up taking. Plus, on top of that, DeAndre Hopkins, who has, I believe, three years left on his contract, once that contract ripped up, and he wants a big money deal right now, and the Cardinals were willing to do that. So as an Eagles fan, are you upset about Howie walking away from the table? Because you know you know, certain people are going to call in here and think that Howie should get every deal done that he talks about. <laughs> that, boy that, yo, that, boy, uh, that boy that you're talking about, I don't think he's calling it. But, you know, I'm going to tell you why. Um, you I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm not... I don't know. I'm not, going, man, but yo, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it, but if if I'm DeAndre Hopkins, I look at the roster and I say, Howie, how much you pay the African bull with no arms? 
Well, he gone yo, now. You pay, he oh, y'all, he, oh, he, he a Raider oh, now. Oh, Shout out to Skyview. Yeah. Shout oh, out to Skyview. He a Raider y'all now. Three, y'all gave him $3 million a season? All right, well, I want 10 times that every year for five years. And if y'all can't do that, just because you had him on the roster, I'm gone. That's probably what that was. Um, am I mad at it? No. But I'm a weirdo in the sense that I I don't place as much value on that position as a and lot of people a, do. And I'm a, a weirdo. You're just a, a smart football guy. Because I'm, yeah. I'm I'm in the same boat. Like, okay, yeah. Would you Would you want to have DeAndre Hopkins? Yes, you would love to have a name like DeAndre Hopkins. You would love to have him helping out the quarterback. But at the same time, I'm in agreement with B. Austin where. You know, if the numbers and the picks that you have to give up and whatever you have to give up, if it's just not right, you can't force it, especially for that position. That is such a dependent yeah. position. It's, it's, yeah, it don't make sense to do that, man. So, yeah, you got to – I mean, I understand exactly what Howie's saying, man. Like, they ended up getting him for a steal because everybody else backed out of the deal. Um, So, shout out to them. But real quick, though, B. Austin, um, South P didn't have COVID-19. He said that he was sick in January, and based upon um, what, what the symptoms look like, he swears that he did have it because he was that sick in January. So he didn't have it, though. I mean, it hasn't been confirmed that he had it. Which is possible. Yeah, because they can't go back and test him now, so he might have had it. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, know what? And I've heard a lot of stories like that, too. Uh, and I'm talking about not even just from celebrities. I see that on my social media timelines where people yeah, yeah, are like, yeah, absolutely. My, my such and such was sick that. back in January, yo, and I know now yo, that that's what they had. I'm like, okay. Yo, I know somebody Everybody. was sick in December and was actually Everybody. in the hospital, and they couldn't tell what it was. Gave them they all kinds of tests, and they was like, yo, they was like, yo, you sh- it's distress. After like five right. days, they sent home was like, yo, you distress. Like, take it easy on the stress because they couldn't like pinpoint anything. But anyway, Luckily, yeah. it didn't turn fatal because then you'd be like, yeah, he died yeah. from stress, and that just don't sound right. Exactly, exactly. But anyway, man, just want to bring I need it up black people uh, die from stress. Neil says she thought it was Slim Thug. Slim Thug. Slim Thug does have it. He he confirmed that he had it. Yo, and he's one that he's the one that scared me. He was like, yo, I ain't been nowhere. I've been social distancing. I've been wearing gloves yeah. and a mask. He's like, yo, and I still got it. You know what though? I think a lot of a lot of people do the whole glove thing the wrong way, though. Like, they'll put on a pair of gloves, and they'll do everything for the rest of the day with those same gloves on. Like, yeah. if you like, notice, health care workers in the hospital, they're switching gloves, like, every 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't go touch a bunch of stuff with gloves and then come back and put your hands on your phone. <laughs> like, yeah, I tried that. I tried it when I went grocery shopping. And it's 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 a bear to do that because, you know, our phones are a part of our lifelines these days. So you know, your your list might be in there, you, you, your payment method might be in there. So you know, I get to the joint and I got to take all of this stuff out the cart and put it on there. So you got to have your gloves on. Then you got to try to peel these gloves off to get to your phone. After you get to your phone and your method of payment, then you got to try to put the gloves back on so you can put all the stuff in the bag. You know, it's just a lot to do <laughs> with the gloves. Yo. So that's why I think a lot of people out there, they put on gloves, just leave them on and do everything with them, and that kind of makes it worse at, at some point. I I just want to say um, salute to all the healthcare workers, man, because, like, I see some of y'all stories online about, like, the stuff y'all seeing at work, and it's damn, it's damn near like y'all working in triage, like y'all in a war or something. So um, salute to y'all because y'all ain't got no choice. 
Y'all yeah, can't just sit yeah. back and, um, you know, draw. So salute to y'all. I mean, man, no, I mean the thing is, they do. A lot of them, you could just walk out. But, you know, I mean, a lot of them care. I mean, a lot of them care about their jobs. But a, but a lot of them care about what's going yeah. on as well. Because, you know, at some point, uh, you find out, hey, the government giving out money, unemployment <laughs> giving out money, uh, <laughs> the job might not be worth it for some people. But some people actually just care. And shout out to Neil in the chat room. She said it's easier to just wash your hands unless you have cuts or something. She then took it to a whole other place. But <laughs> Yo. you, you work on alternators and your hands all jacked up. And that's a whole different thing. All right, let's 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 go to the to the phone line real quick. We got the homie Tobias waiting on the line. Tobias, bow down to the NBA world champion, Philadelphia seventy sixers. What's going on? Man, I was hoping the Chicago Bulls would have squeaked in. We were like 15 <laughs> games back. Hey, yeah. It's not a miracle despite, simulator. <laughs> I know. Despite, despite having the worst coach since, hell, since we hired Bill Cartwright as head coach, you thought that was a good idea. Oh, that front you know office what, still You know what, Tobias? At least, you can say this, at least they didn't disrespect the Bulls as being so terrible like they did the Knicks. They said we in the simulation they used the New York Knicks because they knew at you know, where they stood there was nothing they could do to have any effect on the playoffs or the playoffs season. <laughs> so at least they didn't say we used the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Y'all not yeah. as as terrible as the Knicks. So that's Man, something to hang your hat on. It's it's free agency and one thing I think people gotta look at also is that certain players like may come off the injury, things like that. Is that if you're coming off an injury, they, the team will want you to use their doctors if you're coming off an injury. So it may be hurting Cam in a way also. But the Panthers could have let him go in January after the season. They knew they weren't bringing him back, and no one was going to trade for a guy they knew you were going to release anyway. And I think they should have just let him go. Well, everybody, everybody, yeah. in the world, everybody in the world knew it was parting ways except for them. Right. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, you try to hold on to him until – you know, until it's legal <laughs> under the collective bargaining agreement, but you've already you've already distanced yourself from them, so you have no leverage. There's no leverage there. Like, like you and Jimmy said, everybody knew that you were going to trade. I mean, you were going to get rid of them. So why would you give up any assets? And they tried to play too. They tried to say that the Carolina Panthers have parted ways. Right. Roll damn Buccaneers, man. Hey, man, congratulations, Tobias. 43-year-old bag of bones, Tom Brady. Man, congratulations, hey. man. Oh, be, oh, Jimmy didn't know that I said this. I said, hey. Tobias ain't happy about that. Hey, I'm not mad he let Winston go. I'm like, Willie. I was like, why are we signing old man Logan here? This ain't X-Men from the 1990s. We got old man Logan. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, old man Logan. Yo, yo shout out to Yo, shout out to DJ Willie G because, like, the way he talk about Jameis, because you would think that, like, Jameis is like Peyton Manning or something. Like, he done yeah. elevated Jameis to, like, some level that, you know. <laughs> he, he's really mad about this. <laughs> hey. He's very upset. Hey. Hey. <laughs> My thing was that you started to get Jameis' numbers. He put Jameis' numbers up against everybody, like, the 30 interceptions and 47 sacks. Don't, like, they're not on there. <laughs> yeah. My issue is that, like, now, now you're seeing the hot take media saying, oh, that Super Bowl could tell, like, damn, can we make the damn playoffs first? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to give, 
Listen, listen, there, there's an argument for Jameis and an argument against him. Y'all know why I, I'm I'm not on the Jameis wagon. Shout out to him and Lazy. But it's like you could say it takes a special guy to accumulate the type of numbers that he got, um, which, you know, is, is true. But in at least half of those cases, you shouldn't have had to throw the ball that many times. You shouldn't have had to throw for that many yards and that many touchdowns because you're the one that spotted the other team 14 points to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Part of it. But you know, you know why the hot take media is doing what it's doing, um, Tobias. I mean, it's all the Tom Brady factor. You get time on the team, and then everybody. It it seems it's it's weird to me because it's like, I mean, they acting like dude ain't forty three years old. (laughs) Oh, I like you know what he's done in the past. Yeah, but as soon as he signs, y'all, y'all, you know, they coming up out the water. The royal penis is clean, your highness. Tampa dude. Bay going to the to the bowl, but dude, if they do that, for two, dude, he's been washed for two years. But people, just, even that last Super Bowl, he was god awful in that AFC Championship game at D four lined up on sides. New England would have lost, and Brady would have thrown his third pick. It's crazy how circle one play changed circumstances. It's like people expect, they keep making this. It's like it's funny. Shannon called out Skip, right? It was funny. He told me, hold on. When LeBron loses, they won't have no help. But when Brady loses, you make every excuse in the world. Belichick's defense, I don't care how many weapons. People always come like, oh, he don't have these weapons. He don't have these weapons. I thought he made best rules. I thought he made the most with the least. That's what everybody keeps telling me. And then you know how these pundits don't watch the games. They don't watch Bucks games. I don't blame them for the last 15 years. I really don't blame them. But they keep talking about O.J. Howard like he's grunk. If they watch the game, the dude's been a bust since he was in Alabama. He's just an athlete, <laughs> you know. In the NFL, you can't go by last year and project to this year because things change every year. There's always things that get all this tight and they fall flat in their face. Now, I think they'll make the playoffs, though. Yeah, well, here, here's the, you know – that's this is why we play the games, ain't that what they say? So we'll see. Um, as far as weapons at the skill position, he has them now. So if Tom, if he balls out, then I guess you know people can rest on their laurels a little longer and say, "See, we told you he didn't have any weapons." But if he doesn't, what's going to be his excuse? Because Tampa Bay has weapons at the skill position, um, and problem. most people out here, even though they they only look at the skill positions when. You know, people like us know what it has to be up front for you to be successful. But hey, this is what they say he this is what they say he needed. He has it now. So we'll see if this old Superman can do what he needs to do with the skill position players that he has. Mike Mike uh, Evans is excited. He finally came out and said something. He's really excited to have Tom Brady on his team. He's like, Look, man, I've been in the league six or seven years and haven't been to the playoffs. This dude has six rings. So <laughs> yep. he pretty much got rings that equal the amount of years I've been in the league, and I've never been in the playoffs, so I'm excited to go. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Y'all are definitely going to be all eyes on Tampa. Hey, i tell you one thing. Also, go ahead, Jim. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say that, you know, at a time like this, uh, we all need to share a laugh. And I just want to tell y'all gentlemen that um, if y'all want to hear something funny, um, that uh, the legendary rapper DeBrat, has announced that she has a girlfriend and has come out the closet and admitted she's gay. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know. And, and I don't know who knew. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, who come was. on, Brad. I think, I think we knew like 25 years ago. I mean, you know, I don't know. Oh, come on, Brad. We knew you were gay before you got signed. We knew before you got your record deal. We knew you was gay. Like, come on, Brad. You drawn. <laughs> so Brad came out the closet. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Yo, somebody got to tell her that. Yo, we knew that 25. My question years ago. is, my my question is, what was AI doing? <laughs> I ain't gonna right, say that. Yeah. Oh, don't don't don't, don't, I don't know. I don't know nothing about them rumors, but that's funny. But you guys talk about the Eagles earlier with Hopkins, right? I heard someone say is that Hopkins the best receiver in the NFL who doesn't get who's never open. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, that's a good point. A, that's a good point because he damn sure don't be open. He will never that's, get no that's, 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 like, that's, that's, that's not. That's not true. That's not true because that's Michael Thomas. Yeah. Michael Thomas yeah, has never been open oh, yeah, in his that, life. That, that's a good point. <laughs> Michael, Thomas, Michael Thomas runs routes so well, though, that's like, I don't know. And, and Drew Brees throws spaces. <laughs> Michael Thomas <laughs> runs routes well. I don't think Michael Thomas no. is a good route runner at all. He just I think DeAndre, I think DeAndre, 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 I think DeAndre is a great route runner. Yeah, Michael yeah, Thomas runs out of spaces. Him and Drew Brees be on some, some like mechanical stuff where he's throwing in the spaces, and the ball is always in the right space. His catch radius is crazy. His catch, his catch, no, no. Listen, yeah. Drew Drew definitely throws to a space. He throws to a spot, and Michael Thomas gets to that spot. But it isn't even that he's created the separation out of the route. Dude's hands are that strong, and his catch radius is mean, Jimmy. Yo, he's just strong Hopkins, as a op. DeAndre Hopkins is never open. Like, I've never – it's always someone, like, <laughs> on his neck. Like, he's never open. Except for when uh, D'Angelo Hall is gardening. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you know what though? Yeah. You guys were talking about route running, right? And uh oh for you Jim the Buck who got a got a small wide a small white guy playing wide out named Scotty Miller. He could be Brady's wide receiver one next year. To keep oh, you, know, <laughs> you know he's gonna step into the to the Welker Edelman role. Yeah. That's what, but what they do. It's like if people are talking about oh he's got his weapon and it's like Brady, he see people talk New England do your job. It's not just catching the ball, scoring all that. It's the little thing. I think we said last week. You think you missed a gym? You was low managing. I know you missing everything, but uh, <laughs> you know, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin aren't known precise route runners. People talk Brady get the ball out. To get the ball out, your guys run those routes precise routes. And I, and the problem is there's no. It might not be any OTA. Training camp may be abbreviated. Those, those times to hone those things. And, uh, and and that may hurt teams like Tampa, these teams and new coaches and stuff that people are just penciling in, or new quarterbacks they penciling in. Because yeah, those better, OTAs are valuable time. They better start having some illegal workouts now then. <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady, like, forget you getting sick. I got this avocado ice cream for y'all and stuff, you know, but. but yeah, they could just work out with the, with the N, what is it, the N95 mask or something on? Maybe I. Yeah. You know, and, and like, one thing about, uh, you know, the NBA, they talking about, like, starting the season, like, later. I don't think that may be a good thing. Start, hey, play the season later. Start this thing so, on Christmas from now on. Oh, you're talking about next season. I was about to say, because this season over, dog. Sixers champs. Yeah. Yeah, hey. I need to get that to your heads. <laughs> you know, and, and it's a shame, I'm sitting there, Jim, like, what are you talking about? Season. Season over. Yeah. It's, I think it's. I think. I think they'll have to cancel this season, but I think just starting on Christmas from now on. I think Yo, you'll be okay. 
Yeah. We got to get that. The Sixers got to get that virtual parade on. Let D-Nice host it. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, shoot the fuck. but yeah, we're we not sticking around too long tonight, so we'll holler at you next week, man. How y'all ain't sticking right, around? Y'all ain't going nowhere. Ain't nothing to talk about. <laughs> we gonna low manage the last part of the show. Hey, we can talk about money, money, clothes, and whores. You know, we can talk about that. <laughs> you guys take it easy, man. All right, man. <laughs> hey, man. So yeah, man. Real quick, for the people listening out there, I know Neil and uh, Scotty is in the chat room, man. What y'all, what y'all been watching on Netflix, man? In case y'all got something that we ain't watching. Uh, no, we need it, recommendations. <laughs> Life is trash right now. I ain't got nothing but time. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, quote of the week, man. Quote of the week comes from, um, <laughs> what's his name? Brady Papinga from ESPN. No, I'm sorry, from Fox Deportes. And he was talking about quarterbacks in the NFL. And this is what he said. He said, Lamar Jackson is the poor man's Taysom Hill. It's not the other way around. That's what we have in Taysom. That's why the Saints aren't messing around. He eventually will be taken care of. Again, this was Brady Papinga from Fox Deportes. (laughs) Brady Papinga, them pills, talking like this. Do you think there's any, any credence to what he's saying, Jimmy? Do you think that Lamar Jackson, NFL MVP, do you think he's a poor man's Taysom Hill, Drew Brees' backup backup? He wasn't even the no, backup. Shut up. He was the, he shut was up, the backup's up. backup. He was Teddy Bridgewater's <laughs> backup. So just a uh, shout out to um shout out to our brother Modi because um I saw that he saw that story and he like lost it. Um, oh man, you know Modi was gonna he, make it. In. <laughs> you know, yo, Modi, Modi was, was like, yo, Modi, Modi straight said this is the reason why I do what I do. Because of nonsense like this. But <laughs> Get him, what, 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 to me, what pissed me off is I'm like, yo, dude, the boy has thrown 13 passes his whole career. Right. Because like, he only comes you, in on like some gimmicky wildcat situation type thing. So unless you're in Saints practice every week, every day, like how do you even know that there's any, you know, legitimacy to what you're saying? Because you're just talking about how you want things to be. Lamar Jackson, like him or hate him, is the National Football League MVP. MVP. That, that's like, like you wouldn't do that. You're like going to say this third-string quarterback. He's a poor man's third-string quarterback. Okay. Des, he's <laughs> okay. thrown a career total of 13 passes. <laughs> like, okay, cuz. He's Look. thrown 13 passes. If the NFL MVP, Jimmy, was a poor man's version of Taysom, the the Saints would have done everything in their power to push out 56-year-old Drew Brees this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Get him out of here and let this dude take the reins if the MVP of the league is a poor man's him. F-O-H, man. Yeah. That that was ridiculous, man. That's just ridiculous stuff. Come on, man. Like, like, you don't even yeah. have to think Lamar Jackson is the epitome of, you know, NFL quarterback greatness to know. Like, like come on, man. There's nothing much else to say about that, man. He's tripping. I don't know where B. Austin went. I would have loved to get his opinion on that. Yeah, <laughs> B. B. Austin, like, I agree. 
he had to go take care of his young and his young and uh his young and uh, got a little injured real quick. He had to go take care of him. So, uh, but anyway, man. Um, yeah, he also gonna, he gonna, he gonna sue Ronaldo for getting injured <laughs> in his workout. All yeah, right, man, so but, yeah, um, yeah that, that was the foolishness. Ludicrous. That was the the quote of the week. Um, as a matter of fact, we don't, you know, the, the quote of the week probably <laughs> deserve a JoJo nomination as, as well. Yeah, so we're gonna go ahead and tell the homie. Stop popinga and them pills before you speak on TV. Um, so, yeah, another crazy week with no no sports, man. So our stat of the week is basically the fact that we've gone three weeks now without any damn sports, and we're a sports show, and we're still coming <laughs> on the air. But y'all know what it is. You know, the show must go on. Um, I think it's a pride thing at this point, you know, since we haven't missed a, a week since 2010. I think that's the only reason we're still on the air. Um, it's not that we, we love you. It's that we got so Shots much pride. <laughs> we got so much pride in our streak. We like Kyle Ripken. You know, it's not about y'all. Neil made a couple observations <laughs> in the chat room. She said that um, wrestling has been kind of interesting without a crowd. That's a little shocking to me because like, part of like watching – I don't watch wrestling. Obviously I'm not like a, a, a week-to-week watcher. But the thing about wrestling is a lot of times it is the crowd reaction. So I've got to right. take a look and see – how that looks because it sounds weird to me, but she's not the first person I heard say that. Um, yeah, and she's and all, she's a big big wrestling fan, so you know yeah, I tend to defer yeah. since I don't watch. But just like you, Jimmy, Phil, that Phil sounds weird too. to me because it too. sounds like it sounds like that acting scripted stuff like feeds off the crowd <laughs> and no, a lot of the stuff the, that they no, do. Because crowd, the crowd, the crowd participation is like kind of what gets it hype and makes it like interesting. But I gotta check that out. Um, second thing is she said that um. She's she about said, if we do watch AEW, that sounds like yeah. a root beer, you, but I'll, I'll check it out. <laughs> um, she said she's about to get back into the, uh, the series U. Um, I actually just finished the second season. I had watched the first season a while ago, uh, finished the second season. Um, I'm on second season, episode three. Ball yeah. off the hook. All I'm going to say is, man, Joe is out of his <laughs> ball, mind. Joe is nuts. Even how he crashed the beginning of the second season. I'm like, yo, you are at it again. Like, I really thought Joe yo. was pushing up on him. He made sure he was seen. He, yo, yo, he's crazy. And that's the the best part of you. The best part of you is like, um, him, him, like, you know, giving a play by play, and his head right. talking to himself. That's the greatest part. I don't know who sweated that, but that's absolute fire. But so, you know, now that yeah. I'm in the second season, I no longer get caught up in because you know, all throughout the first season, my whole thing was like, yo. Joe was a really good dude, man. He's just a crazy serial killer. Oh, <laughs> like, no, no, no. You, I don't fall for that no more. That. I'm like, yo, Joe is not no, a good can. dude. Like, Joe no, is a manipulator. He's a he is not a good dude. I used to fall for that. Like, yo, he's a good dude, man. He got a good yo, heart. Isn't it, yo, it's weird how you watch him, like, be a stalker and a creep, and you still be, like, wishing <laughs> for him to get the kick. You be like, yo, get your chick, right. man. <laughs> you want to be happily ever after. Like, yo. Yo, get your chick. And yo, I yeah, fell man. for it. And that's the mind control that he was trying to put on them. So he actually put it on yeah. me in the first season, Paul. But um, <laughs> yeah. I'm really sitting there like, yo, he got a good mind, man. He got a good heart, man. He's just trying to, nah, boy, crazy is, man. 
the Madam C.J. John, I watched that. I'm all caught up on my ratchet, so I'm all caught up on Love and Hip Hop at Atlanta and um, yeah. Carly Red. Like you, you drawing right now with the lips. Her new lips. lips. drawing. Yeah. Her new lips ain't the, ain't the thing. <laughs> Yo, why though? Cause what's wrong with her? I don't know, man. Some people, I mean, same thing like Lil Kim. Like like people just don't. I don't understand why. I don't understand where the self esteem issues come from because a lot of these people are like good looking people. And then they make themselves look like monsters. Don't understand the like the reversal, and and what people yeah. do. But her lips yeah, look absolutely insane. stupid right now. <laughs> I'm all caught up on I'm all caught up on um, uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like I said, I got my ratchet fixed. I'm all caught up on my ratchet. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yo, although real quick though, I know we drawn going way off the topic, but yo, how they still the Real Housewives of Atlanta and they never in Atlanta no more? <laughs> ain't nobody Yo, all they do is take trips. <laughs> I guess a couple of them got mad. They've... Yeah, they, that's the thing. Trip, they... huh? I, I think the producers just be like, "Yo, it's really nothing left for y'all to do in Atlanta," and taking these trips forces y'all to kind of interact. <laughs> so I, I don't know. That, that's just the twist, I guess, to get them to interact. But no. um, but. And, and, and tying it back into like every the the, the, the main theme of everything you talk now. about, how, yeah. how 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 is Rona going to affect that? And also our TV in general. Like uh, Rona is going to affect our sports. The Rona is going to affect TV because a lot of stuff. It definitely like, is because I've already heard of some shows shutting down production because of that. Oh man. So I'm wondering, like stuff like The Shy that's supposed to come back soon. Like, have they had to stop? You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. interested, interested uh, to see where they take that since the homie can't be on the show no more. Yeah, but, that know. too. I want to see how they're going to do that. They're just going like straight write him out, like what they're going to do. Yeah. He's a prominent character. You know what I'm saying? They're and then they're picking up people like, that can't necessarily act. I think Lala going to be on the joint. Um, Candy on there. Candy from <laughs> from Real Housewives going to be on the joint. So I'm like, don't go messing up my show, Lena. Like, come on, man. Yeah, so, but yeah, it, it's crazy to live through something like this because, you know, um, we read history. We read about the Depression. We read about the World Wars. Now, granted, this is something completely different. Um, but even even reading about like you know um, flu outbreaks in the past, it's, it's just crazy to live through something like this. You never think that you live through something like this. Um, yeah. But the effect, the effects like they're coming out of this is going to be interesting too. Even to our beloved sports, all of our entertainment, everything, man. Like. Yeah. She's talking about wrestling and how wrestling is amazing without the crowd. Like so now, when everything gets back to normal, how how likely are people going to be to cr- go into an arena like that? Right. I'm gonna be shook to go to a basketball or a football game for a minute. Definitely are. And then even the the players, it's gonna be a whole different. Like it might not be any more high fives. Like it might be just different all around. Remember, like remember back world. in the day, you see somebody with like a mask or gloves on in public, and you look at them like they're crazy. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be the norm now. Now you crazy if you don't have one on. Like, where your mask at, cuz? Yeah. That's um, going to be the norm. That might be the sound. thing, though. You know, when the playoffs come and they put T-shirts on your chairs, they might put masks on your chairs now with the logo, with the playoff logo on your mask. I got, a message, from Amer- I got a message from American Airlines. First of all, y'all think y'all slick because y'all owe me some bread from the flights I had to cancel. Y'all talking about <laughs> if I hold it as a credit, maybe I'm going to send you my bread. But that's another story. But they, but they, they ain't got the bread. Message. That's the problem. They ain't liquid. Yeah, this they sent me a message talking about they're getting rid of so many aisles of seats in their things to um, help people. Which y'all could have done anyway. 
trying to pack us in I'm there like sardines. Yeah. I got on, that man. message. I'm oh, like, FOH. You got it? Yeah. yeah. Because of social distancing. I'm like, dude, y'all could have been did that. <laughs> FOH. <laughs> They're talking about when we can help it. We'll, uh, you know, social distancing on planes. Flights under certain amount of miles, which is basically like two and a half hours or less, or they're not going to have a meal service or drink service and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I was getting the, out. The thought, the, the thought of being in the airport skis me out right now. Right. All right, so there was a couple of things that happened this week while y'all were on the grind, man. If you guys are tired of reading the same old sports books with the same old lists, Rankings, imaginary starting lineups, all that subjective stuff that y'all pass off as facts. Be sure to pick up your copy of Sports. Smart people only read the sports. It's a mixture of sports and hip hop culture. It'll keep you on the edge of your seat. It'll keep you laughing in these hard times. So I think uh, <laughs> this is a very good time to go grab uh, your copy of Sports yeah. the Book at sportsthebook.com or you can get a copy from our website at warroomsports.com. Uh, if you need some laughter, if you need something good, if you need something to take you out of the news cycle <laughs> and help you with your anxiety, I might just go read it again, Jim, just because I need something different right now. So y'all make sure y'all go grab that. All right, so this week, I'm sure everybody's heard because he's done about five sets at this point. Um, D-Nice, DJ D-Nice, uh, formerly of BDP, um, formerly of you know, they call me D-Nice fame. He's DJing for the for the masses during quarantine, and everybody's now calling it club quarantine. I believe it started maybe last Thursday. Did it set Thursday, Friday? Uh, Saturday was the big one where he got his biggest crowd. Uh, Michelle Obama came through. Oprah came through. Everybody, you know, with a name came through, and we know this because D-Nice shouted out everybody famous who popped into the room. Um, I think what was his high? Like he got like 143,000 people on one yeah, of those I think sets. I think he had a buck 50 at one point, maybe. But yeah, it was, a over, okay. it was close to a buck 50 at least. And, they, um, and he's been getting attention for it. At one point he was live on CNN and didn't know it while it was happening. They were talking about him. Um, then he did the talk show uh, circulation the next couple of mornings. Uh, then he and Michelle Obama – got together and said they were going to host a party together where Michelle Obama was going to use it to try to get people to register to vote, and D-Nice was just going to play music like he's been playing all week. I think it was a great thing, man. I think it was a novel concept, you know, while we're going through all of this. But as most mm-hmm. things very quickly, I think it kind of got ran into the ground a little bit yeah. because now you got every other DJ and their mama trying to do the same thing. Um, yeah. Then they leave embarrassed because they can't get D nice numbers. Um, <laughs> even the people, the, the fans, you know, you see people advertising for him. Like his digital street team became so diesel over the last week. But, you know, I, I, people start to mess things up for you, Jim. Like I see people talking about, oh, my God. If you don't, if you're not on D Nice's live tonight at 6 p.m., then your black card is gonna get revoked. I'm like, okay, why we gotta take it that far? <laughs> like, yeah, like, why we gotta take it that far? I mean, because yeah. at the end of the day, like I said, it was a great concept, but at the end of the day, the dude is just standing there playing music. Like we've all, I Yo, can. What's interesting to me about pull out my phone one, and give myself a nice set right now. I didn't know. So shout out to D Nice. I didn't know how many. 
I didn't know how many of my friends and even like family were DJs. Like, I'm just going down my feet. I got cats, like pulling out equipment. Who I, know. Like, like, I, I gotta do my set. Just out of what? I thought she was an accountant. Like, I thought she was an accountant. <laughs> I, I, I'm talking about got like got, like full equipment though. Got full equipment. Shout out like, to like, DJ, oh, no, DJ Willie G because he did a set. He did it on Facebook. Yo, and Willie Live, was jamming. Bro. You know, the he started playing at Tampa stuff, and I had to tap out. But um, <laughs> yo um. But yeah, man, it was it was one of those things. It was dope. I was there when he hit the hundred k. I was in the John. It was it was. It, it, but the yeah. funny thing is, like the first. That was the night I was there, was like just, all was, night on Saturday. But all the other yeah, nights yeah, I, I did check too. In. I, I passed out. I passed out sleep while he was playing. But what I yeah. found interesting about yeah. it is, part like of if the Diddy get if Diddy get one more shout out, man, come on. You know, part of the allure of being in the first couple of nights was just to see who would come on, and. Right. He played that up. Yo, shout out to such and such and shout out to such and such. But mm-hmm. after a couple of days, it's like, yo, I start to realize that some of these lesser-known DJs are actually playing better sets than you. It's right. just that. But at this point, you, you did it first, so this is where everybody's going to come. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. And, and, Questlove you know, some did some sets. Too. Biz Markey did some sets. And Biz was playing some exclusive stuff. He was playing a lot of yeah. remixes that people never really heard before. But... You know, Biz looked the way he looked. Nobody was. And Kid <laughs> Capri, Kid Capri was, Kid Capri was cooking. But at the same time, though, he he wasn't giving shout outs, so Cats wasn't right. like staying around because he wasn't giving out a blumpkin for everybody who came in. But um, <laughs> so he he actually see Kid Capri probably wasn't even time. looking at the screen. Like D Nice, he was stares he wasn't. into the screen and does this creepy ass dance while he's, he's reading. But that's what it, that that's the <laughs> genius of it though, because when he recognizes. What yep. he recognizes is in today's to, in day and age, everybody loves attention, and everybody is on social media for attention. And he played to that, so I've got to give him credit for that because yeah. he and everybody in, everybody loves to feel like they're doing something with celebrities too. I mean, that's the whole allure exactly. of Twitter and IG because you talk to exactly. your favorite celebrities every day and you think you're their friends. So now, when we're sitting he here and everybody's that. calling this a virtual party. And I'm in the dance floor. I'm at the VIP section, and then Puff comes in sixty times, and yeah, he shouts him out every time exactly. he comes in. Exactly. <laughs> then the interesting part also is like just how fast it grew. Like so, I know that on Saturday when he first started the Saturday Joe, he had like two hundred thousand followers. Right now, he's about one point yeah, five like, million. Yeah, he, he, he's over so, a million followers now. Coming coming out of Rona, his price is going to be through the roof. It, it was already. And the thing is, I heard he was already one of the more expensive DJs. Absolutely, because he he was the White House. He's DJ for Michelle and Barack several times, so he was already right. expensive. But now it's like, yo, you have to yeah. you have to like you know cut an arm and leg. He about he about to get them them Vegas EDM DJ money. Exactly. <laughs> he about to get that kind of stuff. Exactly. All right, so, so so shout out to him, man. Like I said, the concept was great. I think at this point, like everybody need to chill. Um, yo, the LA another Clippers. observation, real quick, there. Uh-huh. Out of this, out of Rona, is that some of these celebrities got like worse Wi-Fi than we do? That's oh, another yeah. observation. Just being <laughs> oh, on yeah. different lives. Yo, some, oh, of, yeah. y'all, some of y'all got they got that ESPN, ESPN Wi-Fi. Oh. <laughs> some of y'all got yeah. trash Wi-Fi. That's all I'm gonna say. But if friends, if y'all people out there, if y'all keep texting me to head to DJ Doing Bad's live because he's doing a set, like for real, kill yourself. Like, like everybody's doing it. Everybody has friends that knows people, so you know everybody got a street team. 
Yeah, I don't want to go see anybody else's. You know, I've been to the Anthony Hamilton concert, a um, little bit of the John Legend concert, <laughs> been to He's the D Night Quarantine party, I've been to Questlove's party, I've been to uh, Biz Markie's party. Yeah. Like, I'm cool. DJ Willie G's Shout party. DJ That's Willie G at a house party. Erica Badu Street. Erica Badu Street charged a dollar to get in her job. Like, and and she <laughs> literally, she literally, she put it behind a paywall, and she literally did it from her bed. Like, literally, she was in bed with a microphone stand. Like, I was right, like, where Yo. you want to see her, but yeah, yeah, for a dollar, though, do crazy. Twenty twenty thousand people in for a dollar. Like, why would you ever go on to it? Right. And that's another thing about the whole D nice thing. You had people like when I was there, like he'd never asked for a dime. But you had people in there coloffing for him. His this mm-hmm. is his cash app, man, tip the DJ. I'm like, for what? He chose to do this. I didn't even tip the DJ for him. He gonna get his on the back end. He's gonna get his on the back end, yeah. dog. He's gonna be all right when he charged his next wedding ten thousand dollars, you know, for for two hours, he'd be all right. But um like I said, shout out to him though. Yo, the LA Clippers, Steve Ballmer, <laughs> they are buying the Great Western Forum. Y'all know, you know, where the Lakers used to play back in the the heyday of the eighties. Um he's buying it for four hundred million dollars cash. And it the reason that he's buying it, it's it's a part of the package for them to be able to to get their new billion dollar arena in Inglewood built so basically it's a crazy story because they were like against him doing it and they're going to make him buy the forum which still open for like concerts and stuff they're going to make you spend 400 million but you're not using that 400 million because you're going to play in the forum but they're in order for you to develop this 28 acre um facility that you're trying to build you had to throw that in there. Like, you got to buy the form. And guess who owned the form? Didn't know this until this week. James MSG. Dolan and Madison Square Garden, Inc., owned the Great Western Form. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, I, James I, I Dolan that, making I, money hand over fist. Everybody keeps talking about sell the Knicks. He's just laughing at y'all. Like, yo, yo but Knicks can be. I, it's crazy because that, that that's, that's that long Microsoft money. Um, my man was sitting on that kind of bread. In cash. How about to say that's but, cash? Um, I, like, the renderings were crazy. Straight cash. <laughs> the renderings were crazy um, in terms of what he's going to put there, and I actually think it's a good move. Um, and I see a lot of my Laker fans talking about who care. I'm like, this is this is this is good business because one of the things about the Clippers is they're always in the Lakers shadow. They're always like the little brother. One way to right, get out. You got to cover up their damn retired jerseys just to play every night. Yeah, get your own get your own space. Carve out your own lane. You already city, have like one of the better teams now. So, and if we being if, if we being honest here, over the last um, decade or so, y'all have been the better franchise. So, but this is one. I mean, ever since it, plus, the team has taken um, a turn for the better under his ownership, I think we all can agree on that. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah. He's yeah, one of those owners, man, that just breathes life into a situation. Exactly. So now, now what you do is you get your own space, and you know the future looks bright for the Clippers. You know, um, I could even say that as a Lakers guy, I could say the Clippers have a bright future because he's willing to spend money, he's willing to invest in his organization, and this is a right. big step towards it. So, and even know, the so new facility 
Um, they call it's an eighteen thousand seat basketball arena, team headquarters complex, and community center in the Inglewood area. Um, all of this to be built for a little over a billion dollars. They said even that is privately financed. But privately funding. financed. Like they're not putting that on the the residents of Inglewood to build them a new arena. Yep. So this man went in, bought the form just because they were hating on his deal without it. <laughs> and that makes way for him to build on to the complex. And um yeah, the the future's bright for the Clippers. And and if you're yep. looking at it, even if I mean, because we know the Clippers have basically been an ass franchise ever since we've known about the Clippers. But for everybody who, you know, talks about shadows and all that kind of stuff, yeah, that that might be the case as far as NBA goes, as far as basketball goes. But Jimmy and I have been trying to tell you all for years. Like, they tell you what you want to hear on TV. But these owners, come on, man, if they don't win championships, as long as they get in that dough, it's whatever. The Clippers have Dog. been the worst he paid, franchise. He paid like two billion. That, he played like two billion for them. That's what I'm about to, that, that was my next point. The Clippers has been ass ever since we've known anything about the Clippers, and they still just sold a couple of years ago for two billion dollars. So after you do this, and and add this this facility and the complex and all that kind of stuff, you're gonna make the the evaluation the valuation of the team go up even more. So if the Clippers never win a championship, don't sit here and act like, you know, the owners are are really going home at night sulking over that. Like, don't be that naive, people. Please. (laughs) Please don't be that naive. Pretty much. Yo, your man said Big Magic Johnson, and he got $2 billion (laughs) for his joint. So this date in sports history. Is he still around in the corona days? Is he going or what? I don't know. He's probably holed up in his – a state somewhere, not even his mansion, in his estate. He probably safe. But uh, this date in sports history, just a little something, just a little something. Uh, March 26, 2017, uh, the homie Zach Ertz from the Eagles married FIFA Women's World Cup champion Julie Beth Johnston, now Julie Ertz in Santa Barbara, California. Um, you know, Ertz has upped his since that time, you know, he, he's gotten his profile up as far as being one of the better yeah. NFL players in the league. She's one of the best players in women's soccer that there is. That's, that's mm-hmm. a pretty nice sports power couple right now. So shout yeah. out to them. Oh, Happy anniversary. Um, we'd like to give them a, a war room salute on their historical moment. All right. So, like I said, we're going to get out of here early. So our topic of the night, we're going to talk about this just for a few minutes. Um, yeah. And it's brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Do you or your business need a custom website? Well, for dynamic, professional, and most of all, affordable custom website solutions, you need Digital Extreme Technologies. No need to break the bank for an effective online presence. Top quality, results-driven websites at incredibly affordable prices. And financing options are available. So visit DigitalExtremeTech.com or call 267-205-4203. And for discounted rates, be sure to tell them that the homies at War Room Sports sent you. Topic, real quick, Jim. We're just going to talk a few minutes with Tom Brady going to the Bucks. I just want to get into a quick conversation about some of the weirdest instances of sports legends being in new uniforms. Like, I know we talk about some stuff all the time. Um, yeah. What are some of the 
some who are some of the legends that when they eventually switched teams, it just didn't seem right. Like a lot of teams, you know, especially these days, a lot of people switch teams. And as much as LeBron James will mean in the pantheon of sports when he's, you know, gone, like you don't get that feeling with him. Like, you know, he left in no. 2010. A lot of people weren't surprised. Some people were surprised. Four years later, he leaves again. A few years later, he leaves again. So he's done it so much that LeBron in a different uniform doesn't really do anything for you as far as, man, that just don't look right. But also, I think also at this point, like Kobe paid, played 20 with the Lakers. If his twenty, if he wanted to be stubborn, come back for 21 and didn't have a contract and was like a Timberwolf, that would have been crazy. <laughs> you know it's, what I mean? It's also because LeBron is interesting because he's had success everywhere he's went. And right. two out of the three places he's been, he's won a championship. So, right, and, right. you know, we've never – it's not like he got old, washed up, flabby, and sick and just, like, was holding on, going to different places. Like, you know, that right. infamous but, picture like, I always bring up because it's, it's disgusting. And also, you know what other factors go on? That's a, that's a great point because he definitely – he wasn't old when he did it. You know what I'm saying? He took his career into mm-hmm. his own hands pretty early in his career. Number two, the first time around in Cleveland – he didn't win a championship. So even though he was synonymous with Cleveland because, you know, he was the high school kid from Akron, yeah. um, you know, the hometown kid basically, and everything there grew with him and around him, it still wasn't that crazy because it's not like we have all of these pictures of LeBron celebrating with the ticker tape and all the, you know, all the confetti falling yeah. in the arena I mean, because he was just winning championships in Cleveland like that. So he went. And he went to a chip with them, though. He went to them. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But then, you know, then he went somewhere else, won back-to-backs. So for, truthfully, as long as he's been with Cleveland, you know what I'm saying, he still has more championships in the second stop that he went to. But even with yeah. that being said, didn't look weird for him to be back in a Cleveland uniform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I so, think the most surprising of them all might have been the Lakers because you're just thinking, and 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 that's not even because it's like all right, LeBron just looked crazy in the, in the Laker uniform. I just never thought LeBron would be that serious about going there just because of the people, the footsteps that you got to walk in when you when you go yeah. there. So yeah, but for that, him, that to wasn't me, a thing. I, I know this isn't a topic, but that to me just mm-hmm. goes to show you that the NBA these days boils more about lifestyle design than it is about basketball. Cats be trying to like where I want to live at. Like they be trying to like design their life in a way that's conducive to just like having a great life. Can't knock them for yeah. it, but you know, like Katie was like, "Yo, Brooklyn's popping." Like, you know what I mean? They gentrifying everything. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no doubt. KD literally said on one. Of, I was watching something and he was talking about like Golden State. He said like most of that decision wasn't even basketball. I mean, it's easy to say when you you know you go into a 73 win team. He was right. like, I was trying to be in Silicon Valley, <laughs> learn investing and. Iguodala says that in his book as well. But anyway, right. getting back to our main topic, um, Bubba Chuck in Memphis is disgusting. Um, Hakeem <laughs> Elijah, I, 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 I guess, absolutely disgusting. being in Philly and being you know being around that heyday, and we were you know we were coming into our own yeah. as far as being young adults. So when he was in Philly, like. We were a part of all that. And it wasn't like we were kids yeah. sitting around watching everything on TV. Like, we were at the arena. <laughs> we were at the same yeah. restaurants as dude. 
it was uh-huh. kind of crazy even to see him leave and, and, and be in a Denver uniform. Not one of yeah. the craziest things you'll ever see, but that was kind of crazy as well. And he still, you know, at that point he still had stuff in the tank. Um, of yeah. course, Michael Jordan and, 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 me, and a Wizards jersey crazy was, like, was, was weird. Because of Mello, like him and Mello seemed to mesh well together a little bit. That was like right. a young ball. Um, right. That was like his big mini-me. He started going to the Pistons and the Grizzlies. It started getting real nasty watching them in those years. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Kind of like like Jerry Rice. Play for Phoenix. Like seeing Jerry Rice in Oakland was crazy, but then seeing him like in in Seattle that last year, like all right, Jerry, you Mm -hmm. you drawing now? Um, Which is a Shaq leaving for oh going to Phoenix. Shaq and Phoenix. Shaq and Phoenix was absolutely nuts. Shaq and Phoenix. Um, Shaq and Boston. (laughs) <laughs> oh God! Um, yeah, because like when you're still when you're still Patrick balling Ewing and you're the, still winning, you know what I'm saying? L. A. is great. Miami was still great, and it was kind of like after that, Shaq just turned into a journeyman. Like you don't any any uniform looks crazy when a NBA legend is now a journeyman. You know what I mean? Dog Patrick Ewing with the Orlando Magic and also the Seattle SuperSonics. Both are absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Patrick Ewing is New York City. He is the New York Knicks. I mean, they, you know, the the lottery rigging scandal still follows them to this day. He is synonymous with New York. It was it was crazy yep. to see Patrick Ewing in, in another uniform. Hakeem Olajuwon as a Raptor. Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. There's a photo out there of them guarding each other when Olajuwon is a Raptor and Ewing is an Orlando Magic. Like that's like Bizarro World type of photo. Because like if you if you blink and you miss that, you'll see that now. Like when the hell did this happen? Like why nobody told me about this? (laughs) Did you see that meme the other day when someone put that picture up and they said this looks like Swiss Beats and Timberland trying to get their Wi-Fi to work? Swiss got that ESPN Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, Joe yeah, Montana but, always comes to mind in this com- in this conversation, and and the thing is, you know, even with him, he went to Kansas City and he still had something. Yeah, see, that, and that's why, and that's um, why he doesn't look crazy to me. Like that didn't never really come off crazy to me because he was still cooking when he went to the Chiefs. Yeah, like for me, you know, know what I mean? some some people are just synonymous with some places. Like you see. They like are, Randall Cunningham in a Dallas Cowboys uniform. Even no, though right. you know he had been to Minnesota the between then, think another I think stop. That, some of it has to do that with, just looks weird. And I guess it's perspective. My perspective is different when you go somewhere and you still ball out. Like when right. Jerry Rice went to the Raiders, he didn't look that crazy to me. But then when he went to Seattle, he looked absolutely nuts. Right. Like well, watching, like those first ones, you, you get hard. used to them. Like you said, because they're still balling. Like, it looks crazy at first. Like, oh, my God, Jerry Rice in a different uniform. And then you see it, like, okay, Jerry Rice can still play. So it's not like desperation. But then, you know, the next stop is like, all right, stop, because Seattle. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So to me, like, yeah, man. Like, it's a lot of nasty ones, man. A lot of nasty ones. Yeah, like, but uh, you, you you definitely had to get used to the Montana thing. Like he show up at the beginning of the season, he's like, "Damn, this dude's wearing a Chiefs uniform," and then he falls right in. He's still balling. You're like, "It's not so bad, <laughs> not so bad at all." Dog, 
Um, like watching your boy watching, like, Brett Favre, Thurman, Thurman, and a, Thurman and Thomas play with uniform. the Dolphins. Uh, Emmitt Smith with the Cardinals. He was flabby and sick. Yo, and Thurman Thomas with the Dolphins was nasty. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, who else? Uh, let me look in the Lott, chat room. Ronnie Y'all Lott got any? In the chat room? I don't know where, uh, where, where, where Skyview go. <laughs> Yo, Ronnie, Ronnie Lott with the Jets is absolutely disgusting. Neil Eric said it was odd seeing Peyton with... Manning in a, in a Bronco uniform. Yeah. Not when he went chicken, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> like I said, that's one of those things to me. It's just the place that you come from is just you own the place. So so that's when it looks weird, even if you still, you know, because that first season in, in Denver, he was still balling out. The funny part is he won a chip when he did fall off. <laughs> yeah. When he was still he balling, he got to the chip and then got dusted off. And then when he fell off, they won the chip. The um, defense was nuts, but yo, it's it, it's just that I guess for me it depends upon like how you play, because when you when you're in a different spot and you're like at the very end of your career and you can barely play anymore, you're shelling yourself and you in a jersey that looks unfamiliar. It makes like, it even worse. Yeah, it's just it's just nasty, man. Like yo, I remember Emmitt Smith playing for the Cardinals was just nasty. Think about this though, like could you like can you picture? Dan Marino on a jersey outside of Miami. Like, I just couldn't no. picture that. Couldn't picture Dan, no. Dan Marino on a Rams jersey or something crazy no. like that. No. It's going to be weird watching Tom Brady play. Like, it's going to be so weird watching yeah. Brady play. And like, like I said, you know, he's the catalyst to this conversation in the first place. Um, you know, and it's possible he could have some success. But he owned the place that he came from. Six Super Bowls. I believe nine appearances, four Super Bowl MVPs, you know, some some regular season MVPs, a lot of records, a lot of NFL records. It's just going to be weird. And and the way it started is is so crazy. Like, you know, this dude comes in because somebody gets hurt and then Bill Belichick sees something. He don't want Mm -hmm. Bledsoe to come back when it's time for Bledsoe to come back. Then Tom Brady gets hurt. (laughs) Bledsoe takes over for him, Yo. but Brady's okay the next week, and Bill Belichick puts him back in the game. And after that, it's history. It's a wrap. Hey, it's crazy, man. Together my, man for... my man Belichick, he must got, like, no heart. He's like, Yo, whoever's playing well, whoever got the hot hands, he <laughs> right. has no feeling. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, like you got hurt. I, it's just, just a week. We're going to put you back in there because you was balling. Yo, he's like, loyalty. I'm loyal to win it. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's interesting seeing uh, some of these people do this, and we're like I said, like I told um, Tobias earlier, like they're gonna be must-watch TV. Like they're gonna have the ratings for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is gonna be crazy because everybody's gonna want to see what Brady's gonna do with this team. Yeah, we want to. Um, I mean, because it don't even matter. It don't matter whether he wins or fails. If he fails, we gonna have fun too. If he right, wins, right. like he gonna have the he gonna have his, like people on this jock, and if he loses. We're going to get these jokes off. All right. So if you are listening, um, we'll take this to our social media pages. Um, we'll put something up no later than tomorrow morning. Um, so yeah. so think about it and just let us know some of the people that you can think of that, you know, when you saw them in another uniform, it was just you were so weirded out by it that you could describe it like we do as, 
as it being pretty much disgusting. But, yeah, we're we going to get out of here. Jim, you want to sign us off? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for everybody who joined us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody in the chat room, um, all of our social media contacts in the group chat as well. Thank you to everybody, you know, who, uh, you know, chops it up with us tonight. To the next week live right here on demand. We're going to catch you up on everything happening in the world of sports and, and, and Netflix, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk we more about you because I'll be finished going. by next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can talk about you. We're going to talk about what's going on with the pandemic next week. So until then, enjoy your weekend. The start of your next week. Please, please be safe. It's very serious out there. Be considerate of others. And we'll don't be like me, Austin. Next time. Yeah, don't be like me, Austin. Um, be sure to catch our conversations on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us uh, at Warroom Sports on pretty much everything or go right to our hub, warroomsports.com. You can find all of our social media contacts and all of our content. Pick up my book, Sports to Book, at sportstobook.com or go right to the hub of warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you chumps on top. And shout out to Neil because she brought a different twist to it. She said it was weird seeing Hulk Hogan in black on WCW. So we're going to take you to the page. Facts. Facts. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.